episode has been brought to you by Project Ikute Torah, where we are here to help you learn, live, and love Torah or and Lakute Torah. To learn more about us, visit projectikutetorah.org. Torah Oyer, Parshas Vayishlach, page 25c. Vayikach min habobi yodei mincha le'esav achiv. So Yaakov took what came to his hand, a gift, for Esav his brother. Hine now, kol hakorobonas nikor b'shei mincha. All offerings and sacrifices are called by the generic term mincha. Kameshikosav, as it says, the heavy, the hevel heavy gamhu, that hevel, he also brought mebechoyres tsoinoi from the firstborn of his sheep, umechalvehen, and from the fattest ones. Vayisha Hashem el hevel ve'el minchosei. And Hashem turned to Hevel and to his mincha. So we see that the generic term for an offering is a mincha because it says ve'el minchose. In the parenthesis, he says, Hagam mincha Even though in the Beis HaMikdosh, the korban mincha was a specific offering, k'may minchas soiles such as the mincha offering of fine flour and on a pan. Ach, however, kol ha However, the whole Torah is full of generalizations and details. V'chein tefillah shekeneged korbonus. Similarly, tefillah, which mirrors the korbonus, kol ha-tefillahs bechlal nikra mincha. All Tefillas are called mincha. Utfilas mincha bifne atzmai he prat. And the tefillah of mincha as a detail is a prat. In other words, all korbanas are called mincha. That's the klal. And specifically, there was a korban mincha of flour. Similarly, all tefillas are called mincha. And tefillas mincha as a prat was called mincha. There, in Tshuvas Emunah Shmuel, from Reb Aaron Shmuel Kaidnava, he explains why the tefillah of Mincha is called a Mincha. After all, the tefillah HaShachar is called Shacharis, the tefillah of Arvis is called Arvis. How can we call the afternoon tefillah a Mincha? Because when one takes in the middle of the day, when one goes away from one's work and one davens to Hashem in Mincha, that itself is a true sacrifice. Close the parenthesis. So we see that the choicest of Hevel's sheep were called a Mincha. So we therefore have a proof that all korbanas are called a mincha. The yuvan zeh, this will be understood al pi hakdome through an introduction. Kinoida, because it's known, ki ani ksiv. In Apostle and Malachi, it says, I Hashem have not changed. The less machshavet visabei, and no thought can grasp Hashem at all. The ain't al min klau. 
And God is not at all within the parameters of the worlds. Nevertheless, all comes from him. How is that? It's through a ray. And a fraction of his light that shines on the earth and the heaven. And even this ray itself, which shines forth from the essence, the worlds would not be able to accept its vitality to be revealed worlds unless it came through a chain order. Meaning that in this chain order, first there would be a ray out of the luminary, and even that ray, further there would be a step down into a further fraction of that ray, and a further fraction of it. And the further it goes down through the chain order, it becomes divided and subdivided into a fraction of a fraction of the previous ray. And all the various levels in the multitude of divisions of the worlds, valias biridas and their elevations and descents, it's all included within this ray, imrav veimat, whether there be in the higher worlds a huge revelation, or in the lower worlds a lesser revelation, all revelations are within a mere ray. And there are, in fact, many different levels, each higher than the other. For example, the world to come, the resurrection, the seventh millennium, a day which is all Shabbos and tranquility for the eternal life, each of which is one stage above the other, and yet all of it, is included within a mere ray and a fraction out of the essence. Now, there are in fact two types of this chain descent. There is the chain order of oiris, lights, which reside in Kalim, vessels, in an inner way. The oir being according to the vessel, according to the kli. 
the keli, the vessel, is something which can contain the light. That's one level of Hishtalshalus. The second is the Yeshba Bechinas Makif. There is a second type of Hishtalshalus of chain order, which comes in a peripheral way. A revelation which is not contained within a vessel. will be able to understand this concept by looking at the service of Hashem with one's heart, which is prayer. With a passionate, fiery flame. When the love is generated through meditation, when a person meditates that he, meaning God, is your life, and the life of all life, of all the worlds, such a meditation draws to Shukha Sanefesh, the desire of the show, so, however much the soul can contain according to its capabilities. In other words, each soul has different capabilities. Some souls have larger intellects and hearts, and therefore the meditation of each is different and draws a different light. It's according to the vessel. Whereas, when the love is generated, when a person takes the heart, and with the depth of their heart, understands, that I, Hashem, have not changed, and no thought can grasp him at all. Asher Alkain, after such his bonus, after such meditation, Tichla Elav Nefesh Kolchai, there will be consumed within him the soul of all living creatures, Lihi Bottle Bemitsias, to become nullified from their existence, or Lehiskalel. And to be included literally in the one. And therefore, when a person will also take to heart, the distance that they are from the Ensof, that the soul has descended, and it's descended in a most, in a most great way. In the world of division, the love generated from such a feeling of distance will be so great that the person won't be able to contain it. The person won't be able to contain this great love. And that's a description of the love of Bechol Mo'edecha, which is with great power. So in other words, to summarize, the two levels of Hishtal Shalos, 
or Hishtalshalus Oiris Bekelin is compared to the Hisbonanus in the fact that God vivifies all the worlds. And when a person understands that and understands the process of Chayas, which comes into each world, when a person meditates on that, that's something which the oil, the, the light of such is boneness can be contained within the kalim of the person. Whereas when the love is generated from a deeper level, that a person realizes that there's been no change in godliness and all the worlds literally are nothing and are a fraction of a fraction compared to the very essence, then a person will be completely consumed within and bottled to Hashem, which is the love of Bechol Moedecha. Now it's written, that the face of the lion was to the right, and the face of the ox was to the left. This is a description of Yechezkel's Merkava, of the chariot of Yechezkel. The face of the ox, who was lower than the level of the lion in the Merkava, because the face of the lion was to the right. The Afal nevertheless, down here in this world, paradoxically, the ox is a kosher animal, and the lion is an impure beast. So, fascinatingly, although in their source, in the Merkava, the lion is higher than the ox, as they descend into this world, the ox is kosher, and the lion is not kosher. So the matter is as follows. On the contrary, the higher the matter is, it does not have a place to clothe itself in a vessel below, as it expresses itself above in a level of Kedusha. In other words, an extremely lofty, holy thing in the higher worlds cannot find a vessel within which to express itself down here in the lower worlds. So, for example, a line, Shuhu Bechinas, Gevura, which is the expression of might, Gibur Ka'ari, as strong as a lion, Shuhu Iskabros Ha'or Bemo'id which is the tremendous expression of powerful lights, Ad She'i Efsha Liyah Shoyra Umiskala Kedushasa Lamata Bikli, so much so that it cannot descend below and reveal its holiness down here in a vessel. Shanichlo bigdusha, that it should be contained within holiness. like the cases in a kosher animal. Ella al yidei derech nefilas 
The only way it can come down here is through the descent of the light. In the 288 sparks of the breakage of the vessels, descending into the three impure clippers. And then, then it expresses itself as a impure beast. Receiving its vitality from the fallen sparks of the element of the lion in the realm of holiness. However, this vitality does not come down in a revealed way from the holy lion above, as it does in the case of the ox. Rather, it comes in the form of a makif, of a peripheral light, because it doesn't find a vessel down here through which it can be included, and it only comes in the form of fallen sparks of tohu. And this makif is like the incense of levona, as explained elsewhere. This explains why Esav was the firstborn. Because what Esav represents in his root is the world of Toihu. Before there was a king, meaning in Harseya and Eretz Edoim, Esav being the source of the seven kings that ruled in the world of Toihu, each one ruling and dying, it's rather like the, the afterbirth which surrounds the, embry- the, the baby, which in fact, it actually comes before the baby. So similarly, since the world of Toyu preceded the world of Tikkun, Esau being the source of the seven kings of Toyu, is represented by this shalia which surrounds the Vlad. The principle is the child that's born, the baby that's born. The afterbirth is thrown away. Because it only receives from this peripheral light. Lefikov, therefore, alehem nemar about them, it says, Romal kol goyim havaya. That Hashem is above all the nations. Vyakov yud akev havaya elokeinu. In contrast to Yaakov, which is made of two words, yud akev, the yud permeating down into the akev. The Havaya coming and being manifest imminently as Elokeinu, as our God.
Not like the Goyim, where it says, Rom al-Kol Goyim Hashem. The God is somewhere peripheral up there. In contrast, Yaakov has <coughs> the manifestation of godliness within. You should love your God, the God that's been internalized. Hagam sheyud hi even though the Yud of Yaakov is a very small, contracted <clears throat> representation of godliness, and it's been contracted and condensed, and it can enter within, the keli can only receive it when there has been this symptom of the yud. In order that there should be the passionate flame within the davening, and the like, which quite because it is a contracted light and only a ray, there is power in the heart to contain it. And the drawing down of godliness from above, also through it being clothed within vessels, he sanctified us with his mitzvahs, which are Remachi Varim de Malka, the 248 limbs of the king. In other words, this is godliness which comes down within the limbs, integrated within the body, because it is a Ha'ara Mutsuntemes, it's a contracted ray. In the days of the patriarchs, when Torah had not yet been given, they didn't yet have physical manifestation of mitzvahs like we have, but they drew down the godly influence through other things, such as through digging wells or the sticks of Yaakov. Whereas in contrast, Akum, the Gentiles, Lefi Shahuram Vinisalehem, since godliness is far exalted above them, Bilvad, which means it's only represented in the form of a makif, a peripheral being, it doesn't go within them, Leo's bottle a love to become completely nullified, rather he remains a independent being, who doesn't have any relation at all, even though he calls it the God of the gods. Nevertheless, his relationship with the gods is peripheral. That's the relationship of the Goyim. Whereas, Yidin, the godliness is integrated within. Now, the korbonas, the offerings, the sacrifices, were 
a movement from below, man is mayin nukvim, female waters, liya is reach nichoyach, to be a sweet-smelling scent. Dahainuk me reach, so it's like a scent, which returns the soul. Kacha korbonus, so to the sacrifices, he mylin man, they raise the female waters, bebechines reach, in the form of a scent, sheyia nichoyach lahavaya, that there should be a nichoyach to Hashem, which means, gilui hamshochas vehashros shechinosei, nichoyach, to Hashem means that there should be a revelation and a drawing down, an arresting of his Shekhinah. That godliness should rest and be revealed in his soul. That's what the word Nichoyach means. Nichoyach means a descent. Dahainu meaning that there should be a chain order descent of godliness from one level to the next. Until there's a revelation of that godliness within the soul of the person and in an internal way. Hence, the korbanas are a reach, a Scent which comes from below upwards to precipitate a nichoyach, a downward revelation of godliness within the soul. Vehatam, and the reason is, because the concept of raising a female waters from below, hainu it's rather like bringing before the king a new item. In order that the king should interest himself in this matter and should turn aside from a moment from the greatness and the exaltedness of the king. Because through this new entity, he draws the attention and the heart of the king. Like, for example, if one brought a parrot before the king, and the parrot would start talking, however exalted and great the king is, since it's a dover chodosh, it's something new, the king would turn his attention to it. Even though people speak with deeper understanding than a parrot does, however, because it's unusual for a bird to speak, and when a parrot speaks, it's a chidush, it's a novelty, that Yamshech draws the Yeoira and arouses Lev Malachim, the heart of kings. Ein Cheker, Sheyifna Labakosha Sahediat, that the king should respond to the request of the simpleton.
Lachin and therefore Halas man, this raising of the female waters, Toloi be isalusa de la is very much dependent on the arousal from below of Nafshe's Yisrael Hamalubashan Beguf of Jewish souls which are clothed within a body. Hagam Shahamalochim Aimdim Brum Oilam, even though you have angels who stand in the highest, most lofty places of the world, and continually, from the six days of creation, without any interruption, they announce with great awe, and it's with much more intelligence that they speak than people do, because their perception of godliness is great and powerful, and they delight in the light of Hashem to no end. Whereas in contrast below, where a person entertains strange and many thoughts which distract the person and cause their heart to fall. And even the love which the person does generate within their heart gets changed and dissipates and is interrupted. However, because of the novelty of this love in the human heart, because this power which a person has below, to be able to speak, who comes from eating and drinking, and somebody who doesn't eat for three days, becomes weak, and can't speak properly. And so too, many problems and things that prevent a person dependent on physical entities so for example like it being freezing cold so therefore the power of speech below which comes from physical things that is actually extremely precious in the eyes of Hashem. It's like the parrot above. In other words, although people speak with much more intelligence than a parrot, nevertheless, the king's attention is drawn to the parrot because of its novelty. Similarly, although the angels express themselves with much more intelligence, passion, and understanding, nevertheless, Human beings, even though their expression is much less quality and it's dependent on physical food to express it, to express it, nevertheless, because of its novelty, it's very, very precious, rather like the parrot. Similarly to all the sacrifices, kvosim isim of sheep and goats, his slabshus, it comes through 
the descent of the chain order of the worlds of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. And therefore, when it's offered above, it's something new. Something which is not apparent in the higher worlds. Therefore, they, the offerings, are like the female waters which come below from below, the offering from below. And therefore, and that's why it's called with a generic term mincha. Mincha, Rasha Tevis, man, Mainukvin. The first two letters of the word mincha, mem nun, spell out the words Mayin Nukvim, the female waters, meaning the arousal from below. Ches, the third letter in the word mincha, chokma, umazel haches, noitzer chesed, and the eighth mazel, which is called noitzer chesed, umashpia behei, behei brom, he bechinas kenesas yisrael. And the last letter, hey, is what comes <coughs> in the world with the mazel haches, noitzer chesed, which comes in a hashpa of the letter hey, as it says, behei baram, he bechinas knasis yisrael, that's yidin. Gam loshen mincha meloshen Also, as we said above, that the word nichoyach, which means drawing down Eloikus down here below. The word Mincha is also related to the word Nichayach. So consequently, you have in the word Mincha both dynamics. You have the arousal from below, the Mayim Nukfin, and you also have the elements of Nichayach that it draws down Eloikus from above. So consequently, when a person offers a sacrifice, a mincha, there is this offering an arousal from below, drawing down a commensurate revelation from above. Now, it's written about the time to come, that all the nations will recognize the one God. And also, David HaMelech says, make it known amongst the nations, his great deeds. Uchsiv, and it's written, that all the families of the world and the nations of the world will come to recognize God. So, the obvious question is, why mention here the idolaters, the nations of the world? However, the matter is, because all the sparks which need refining are within the nations. Because it's there that fell the 288 sparks of holiness. And it gets elevated through Levina, through incense. Which is the peripheral which stands above them. Which can be refined and elevated into Kedusha. And then Esau will be raised to his level of his original source in the world of Toihu before there was a king in Israel, before the world of 
tikkun. May oilam hatoyo bigdusha. That eventually Esav will be refined and elevated to the world of Toihu as it stands in the realm of holiness. Because Yaakov, which represents the drawing of the Yud into the Ekev, into the Pnimius, through the Torah which was given to Yidin, the Atom Kruyim Odom. And you, Yidna, called Adam, Adam, Ma Oilamatikum. Adam is the begimatria of the word Ma, which is the idea of Bittal, which represents the world of Tikkun. And in time to come, Yisparagam Esav, Esav will also become refined. From the world of Toyo, which is a peripheral, Shayir Bechinus Makif Dikdusha. That Esav will become a peripheral in a holy way, for Yuchlul Hakol Biyankev, and all will be included within Yaakov. Sheyil Yaakov Gambechinas Hamakif, that Yaakov will also have the Makif. Shuhu Bechina Umadrega Yisrael Yena, which in fact is the even higher level than Ma. Shem Sag, the name Sag, Shuhu Godl Mishema, Veishas Chayel Chulub. In other words, now currently, Yidin Yaakov is represented by the name Odom, the name Ma, and Laosid Love, when there will be a Birur of Esav, then they'll rise to the name Sag. In other words, within them, there will also be revealed the lights of Toyum. In other words, there will be the lights of Toyu within the Kalam of Tikkun. According to what is going to be drawn down from above, so too there has to be the commensurate arousal from below. And in order to draw down this peripheral of Kedusha, there needs to be an arousal from above also on the level of the Makif. Higher than the soul can contain, as we've said beforehand, this, we explained beforehand that there are two types of Hishtaushalus, one, a Hishtaushalus of Oiris within Kalim, and that's according to the capacity of the Kalim. And then we said that there's another level of Hishtaushalus, which is the Hishtaushalus of the Makif, which is transcendence of the Kalim. And here, in order to draw down the Makif of Kedusha, it's necessary that the Haloas man, that the arousal from below, also be in such a way of a Makif. And especially when a person sees in their own soul their low level because of the so many disturbing thoughts which distract them and cause them to fall. So the response has to be that a person has to cry out to Hashem in their very difficult moment, Lamaila, 
crying out above, higher than their soul possibly can contain. In other words, the cry which comes from the very low level should be higher and take them to a higher place than even their soul can contain. And therefore, when Yaakov sees Esav as he is down here below, come, Olaf, he comes towards him, and he brings a mincha. He This is an elevation to Esav, his brother, who stems from the world of Toyu, because there, in the world of Toyu, he is his brother. Because Yaakov, in fact, contains two levels. A level of Ratzoi and a level of Shoif. A level where he desires to cleave above and a level of Shoif where he returns down here below. Shoif bebechines yudeikev. So we've discussed beforehand the Shoif within Eikev, which is the drawing down of the Yud into the Eikev. Verotzei bebechines bitl legamri. Verotzei represents his complete bitl. Lahamshech bechines hamakif elyoin. To draw this peripheral makif. That's the Rotzei of Yaakov. Vazai, and then, Yeh Esav shalamata memela bottle. If Yaakov has the Rotzei of drawing the makif of the Kedusha of Esav, then automatically Esav down here as is represented in the world will become nullified. Vazai, and then Yekuyim Oz, there will be fulfilled the prophecy of Epech Elamim, that the nations of the world will serve Hashem. In other words, when Yaakov demonstrates the Rotzoi to the Makif of the Kedusha of Esav, then automatically Esav down here will be dissolved. What's the Makif of Kedusha? As we've explained beforehand, that when a person is on a very low level and they cry out to Hashem beyond what their soul can contain, that's the Makif of Kedusha. So when you didn't do that, automatically Esav down here dissolves. Because the acts of the forefathers were assigned to their children. Because the patriarchs made a preparation for their children in the future through their deeds. Now, the arousal from below as it's represented in the world of Tikkun, we know from the Torah that there has to be bulls and there has to be oxen to the Pesach Kach and this amount of Korobonus on Pesach will be Shavuos Kach and this amount of Korobonus on Shavuos. So the Torah tells us in the world of Tikkun what there needs to be in terms of a arousal from below. Mash'engen halo'as man Whereas, raising up the arousal from below to the world of Toyu, we're not informed. What exactly the offerings are. And how much they should be. 
Rak Yaakov Avinu al Avinu Avar Shalom. However, Yaakov Yoda Inyanim he did know. V'kach and therefore Shalach Korabanas is a Masayim. He sent two hundred goats. Shehim Korabanas Achidem Ashaloi Kesuvim Batayra, which are a completely different set of offerings which are not written in the Torah. B'Korabanas the Tikun V'Shiurim Achidem not mentioned in all the Torahs. This Description of Korbanus, which are called the Korbanus of Tikkun, and all sorts of various different measurements of Korbanus. And therefore, he could have gam gamalim. That's why he also offered up camels, shehim tameim, which are impure, but Korbanus, the Tikkun, within the offerings of the Tikkun. Ach, but Korbanus, the Toyuksiv, however, in regards to the Korbanus to the world of Toyo, it's written, Who would give the pure from the impure? Because there, on that makif level, darkness and light is the same. The small and the great is equal. There's an equalizer. And that's the concept of Esav hugging Yaakov. She'esav chibas es Yaakov. At that point, Esav, <coughs> he hugs Yaakov. U'bechol malkeim hazachor mechabek. Now, whenever we have this reference to hugging, embracing, it is the male that embraces. As it says, His right hand embraces me. The one who's bestowing the influence, hugging the receiver. Hugging him from all sides in order to elevate him. So here it's fascinating that Esau is doing the hugging. The reason is The reason is because in his root, Esav is from this elevated status of Oilamatayu, and therefore he raises up Yaakov. However, how do we reach such a point? Who it's through that Vahu goes before them. Bechinas v'hu. There has to be the level of v'hu, Yaakov, going before them. And then he bows on the ground seven times. Bechinas nefilas The falling of the face. Lelaket nitsutsim. Meaning that he gathers up all the sparks. Ad gishtoi ad ochiv until... He reaches his brother, Pirush, which means, In other words, until he has raised up his brother. Meaning that he's gathered all the goodness which is in Esav, which is this level of Makif, as we said before, and which is the idea of Levoina. Which through that, who Achiv shall Yaakov. On that highest of levels, he is the brother of Yaakov. Because ultimately, the peripheral light of 
Esav and the Pinimi light of Yaakov are taken from one place. Vazai, and then by Yorat Esav Likrosse, Esav runs towards Yaakov. Esav Ukoyachamalubesh, Be Esav Agashmi, Esav, the power which is invested in the physical Esav, Rots, runs, Mimata Lamaila, from below, above, Likrosse towards him. Rather like candles which become enveloped within a flame. When the light of the candle comes close to the light of the conflagration, it gets consumed within it. So similarly, Esau runs to Yaakov to be consumed within him. And after there has been refined the good within Esav, Azai then then he hugs him, meaning that then Esav, once his source has been revealed, he from above hugs Yaakov. Meaning that that level of Makiv, the Oiris of Toyu, become invested within Yaakov. And therefore, Yaakov receives both the levels of the Oiris de Toyo within his Kalim de Tikkun. And through that, he kisses him, which is a kiss. And on the words, you have dots, which is a Reference to the level of Chachma. The reason being that in the Shavira Sakela there was the removal of Chachma. And now, after the Birur of Esav, the Chachma has returned and been revealed. And after that they cried. Now crying, he mipnei simcha is either because of joy, oimeridus or bitterness. Shali dei kivutz b'moyach because when the brain becomes quetched, doicha hamoisres belechas hadmois it pushes out any additional liquid in the form of tears. We find that a person can cry from joy, like it's written in the Zoya, that that was an example of how Rabbi Akiva cried out of joy. Because Simcha is the extension of vitality. That when a person hears a good piece of news, his bones swell. The Gemarin Gitzin brings about his passionas. So when he heard that he'd been appointed the emperor, his bones swell. He couldn't get his shoe off. That's the movements of the blood in the veins. And also in his whole life spirit. And similarly, when there's a revelation of new intellect, because the, in intellect you have the three levels of 
Now, when you have a vessel down here to receive that simcha, then it's, it's, it's extended and it's given new intellect. And so, too, it gives a, a person such, such new life that their bones swell. However, when the vessel below is too small to be able to receive this extension and flow, then the brain gets um, very kvetchy, and it pushes out the extra liquid through tears. This is exactly what happened by Yaakov and Esav. That when they were fused together, there was a revelation of Kesar, higher and higher. There was tremendous joy. Because they were joined together so greatly above. The highest and the lowest, which fell by Shvidas Akalim, was enjoined, it was joined together, was tremendous simcha. Because here you had the two brothers, Esav and Yaakov, who had been separated for so long since the time of Shvidas Akalim, and now they'd been reunited. And this is what's written about the time to come, that they will come in tears. That through tears, specifically, meaning that there will be in time to come, revelations of tremendous high levels. So, in here in the Maimah, the Rebbe is describing the meeting of Esav and Yaakov, how Yaakov sends a mincha in which he, in his arousal from below, in his Maim Nukvin, he sends all sorts of kosher and unkosher animals, knowing what will arouse the makif of Esav, and in their meeting he gathers all the nitzutzes of Esav, raises them to the source of how they are above, being both brothers, because they come from one place, but one from Toyu and one from Tikkun, and then they are joined together, and the Simcha is huge, and because of the tremendous revelation of Kesa, higher and higher, they cry together. And this is the revelation of the Oiris of Toyu within the Kalim de Tikkun, because Yaakov has all the Madregas of Esau included within him. And this is what it says, that the same thing will happen when Mashiach will come. There will be that revelation of Oedus the Toyo and Kalem Titikun. There will be tremendous joy and tears out of tremendous joy of the two brothers, Yaakov and Esau, meeting up again, having not met since the Shvidas HaKalem.